from Australia. This is the Wireless Institute of Australia with the weekly news service. This broadcast is in text, audio and video and is accessed on wia.org.au. Hey, you're correct. It is the national news. It is for week commencing September 26, 2021 and thanks for rolling up. Not just for the news... But your sleeves. Yes, this is Graham VK4 double B or double jab in the new vernacular. Radio history in VK4's Cap City. Nine Radio has announced that 4BC will swap frequencies with sister station 4BH, moving down to 882am and 4BH moving up to 1116. This is the first time a radio station in Brisbane has ever swapped frequencies. And new positions on the dial become effective from Friday, October 8 at, wait for it, 8.08am. 4BH has had quite a few frequency changes, or QSYs, 1390 to 880 in the mid-1970s and from 880 to 882, back on November 23, 1978. But why the new change when more and more listeners are listening on DAB Plus or apps? Both stations have arguably the worst signal strength in the metro area and the 1116 kHz frequency becomes a lower power at sunset to prevent interference with other Aussie stations. Having worked at both these one-time commercial giants in Brisbane, greater minds than mine know why the change. But I, for one, would love to know. World aviation giant Boeing has selected Toowoomba in VK4 as the preferred site for an uncrewed aircraft production facility, which will be their first ever outside North America. Boeing Australia will establish the facility at Toowoomba's Wellcamp Aerospace and Defence Precinct to produce and assemble the Boeing Air Power Teaming System, also known as the Loyal Wingman. The aircraft made its first flight in February this year and is the first military combat aircraft designed, developed and manufactured in Australia in over half a century. Clocking up a full century, however, is a ham's birthday. Yes, on the 23rd of September, VK7KH celebrated his 100th birthday. Ken Hancock resided in Burnie and became the Toyota motor vehicle distributor and was responsible for importing the first diesel land cruisers into Tasmania. Besides his amateur radio, Ken was a very keen golfer and, according to Malcolm VK7NSS, he played a game of golf with Ken with a trailer load of sheep as the prize to the winner and, yep, that time Ken lost. (laughs) Ken was a prolific operator on the HF bands, both CW and SSB, and had said obtaining his amateur licence opened many doors. He spoke to many amateurs in JA and Europe, as well as many other countries. Ken travelled to Japan on numerous occasions, staying with amateurs he regularly talked to. In 2003, Ken was the QSL manager for the then WIA Northwest branch in VK7. A very happy 100th birthday, Ken, for last Thursday. And from a true OM to a new kid on the block, WIA director Oscar Rees, VK3TX, has just been elected to the sixth director team of IARU Region 3, at the 18th IARU conference organised and held in Thailand by the Radio Amateur Society of Thailand, RAST. Although new to our region, 3, Oscar has a wealth of knowledge when associated with IARU Region 2. Congratulations, Oscar. And from WIA director Oscar, here's Peter VK4EA, our new director on the WIA, And also, then, we'll hear from Editor-in-Chief of AR Magazine. Good on you, Roger. Hello, this is Peter, VK4EA, recently elected as a director of the WIA Board. 
I'm pleased to announce the appointment of Angelo, VK2NWT, to the position of WA Club Coordinator. We look forward to working with Angelo to support our affiliated clubs in a constructive and meaningful manner. And this, of course, means Ted Thrift, VK2ARA, can now enjoy his retirement with hopefully a bit more spare time for radio. The WIA board are extremely grateful for Ted's long service to the clubs in Australia, and I'm sure you will join me in wishing Ted all the best. And again, thank you, Ted. Ted and Angelo have been working on a handover for the last couple of months, and no doubt clubs will hear from Angelo shortly. Another important announcement is our nomination for Oscar, VK3TX, WIA board member and all-round nice guy, has been nominated for a director's position with the International Amateur Radio Union Region 3 Executive Committee. Our participation in this organisation is vital to help protect our spectrum and encourage harmonisation of band plans throughout the region. We thank Peter Young of EK3MV for his time as a Region 3 IARU director and hope his retirement from the committee will give back some spare time to enjoy the hobby. And lastly, for this week's report, the WIA board have adopted a social media policy to ensure that we utilise the various platforms in a fair and equitable fashion. Watch our various accounts on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, etc. and the website for more details. That's it for me this week. This has been Peter of EK4EA on behalf of the WIA board. This is Editor-in-Chief of Amateur Radio Magazine, Roger Harrison, VK2ZRH. Have you got Issue 5 yet? Well, if not, and the latest edition is still making its way through the Australia Post distribution system to land in your mailboxes. For those of you who take the electronic edition only, check your email inbox for notification of your download. And when you get your September-October edition, turn to page 7 for details on our reader survey. There you will find a QR or quick response code. It's a small square patch with an array of black and white squares used for storing website addresses or other information for reading by the camera on your smartphone. Scan that with your smartphone and off you go to our reader survey. The Publications Committee wants to hear about your ideas and opinions on Amateur Radio magazine to help shape its future. Completing the survey only takes about 12 minutes. So, I've been reading the results, comments and suggestions of the more than 100 people who had completed the survey up to last weekend. Some of those results to date have been quite unexpected, while others reveal issues that have been tossed around among the Publications Committee members. For example, using our resources to improve things for readers, such as posting on the WIA website additional material that supports articles published in the magazine. Software and printed circuit artwork, for example. Well, I'm happy to report that I'm acting on that already. I'll have details about it in a future broadcast, as well as in the magazine and on the website. So... Amateur Radio Magazine's Reader Survey. It's worth doing. I can't promise you we'll be able to act on every suggestion made, but the Publications Committee will chew over the survey results with great interest. Your magazine, your views. Please do the survey. This has been AR Magazine Editor-in-Chief Roger Harrison, VK2ZRH, for VK1WIA News. This is the home service of the Wireless Institute of Australia through VK1WIA. Now, international news with Jason, VK2LAW. Hello, commencing international news from Region 1. La Palma Volcanic Eruption, Radio Hams on standby. La Cumbra Vieja Volcano on La Palmas in Spain's Canary Islands erupted for the first time in 50 years last Sunday, September 19. 
IARU Region 1 reports the lava flow has triggered the evacuation of 5,000 people on the island so far, but authorities have deployed all of the resources of the Canary Islands government, as well as military support from the mainland to manage the situation. In order to facilitate communications to and from that area, MCOM Spain is asking for the emergency centre of activity frequencies to be kept clear in case the situation gets worse. The frequencies are as follows. 80 metres, 3.760 megahertz. 40 metres, 7.110 megahertz. 20 metres, 14.300 megahertz. 15 metres, 21.360 megahertz. Deaf pupils to talk to astronauts on the International Space Station in a world first. This group of pupils at the Mary Hare School for Deaf Children in Newbury will be talking to an astronaut aboard the International Space Station as it orbits above them at 11,000 miles per hour. In October, the school will be using amateur radio equipment set up with the help of radio amateurs from the Newbury and District Amateur Radio Society. These will be the first deaf children to have done this, making it a world first. The pupils will each ask a question to the astronaut, who will then answer live over amateur radio. The reply will then be interpreted into subtitles. Mary Hare School, with Pippa Middleton as its ambassador, is the largest school for deaf children in the UK. Pippa, or Philippa Matthews, is the younger sister of Catherine, Duchess of Cambridge. To Sweden, high-power permits extended automatically. Good news from the Swedish regulator PTS regarding high-power permits. PTS has extended high-power permits for the next five years, so radio amateurs do not need to apply for a new permit. In news from Region 2, when Ida came to town, a New Jersey club has lost its towers and antennas due to Hurricane Ida. The Gloucester County Amateur Radio Club, W2MMD, suffered extensive damage to two of its towers and multiple antennas during an EF3 tornado spawned by the remnants of Hurricane Ida. Many nearby homes and several farms were severely damaged or destroyed. The Whiskey 2 Mike Mike Delta Club Station building, a 14 by 70 foot mobile home, miraculously was undamaged despite being directly in the path of the twister. And the radio equipment remains safe and dry, but is unusable now without towers and antennas. Patients required. Aris contacts with patients at the Children's National Hospital in Washington, D.C. participated in an amateur radio contact with the International Space Station. They chatted with ISS astronaut Akihiko Hoshide, Kilo Echo 5 Delta November, India, on Tuesday, September 21. The Children's Hospital is not a school, but it does work with school districts to coordinate home and hospital teachers to provide an educational program for patients. The hospital is partnered with members from a local ham radio club in Virginia. News from Region 3, Japanese manufacturer ICOM is allowing the download of 3D data of the exterior case of the IC705 HF VHF UHF mobile transceiver, allowing customers to create their own related accessories. The 3D data that will be made available will be compatible with several free 3D modelling softwares and 3D applications and will allow individual users to create their own IC705-related items. 
All users of this data will be required to agree to a memorandum stating specific rules of use before download. The principle of any items created with the data is that it will be for individual use only and not for commercial purpose. This is the first time ICOM have done something like this and will be a test as whether they will consider disclosing 3D data for other products in the future. The IARU Region 3 online conference hosted by Thailand's RAST this past week looked at many topics, one of which under discussion was band plans. Among the band plan problems the conference seek to address was the use of bandwidth as a defining transmission characteristic is failing given advances particularly in data modes over the last decade. It no longer provides clear separation of these activities. Data versus voice can both use 2700 Hz and wider bandwidths. Data versus CW both can use 200 Hz and narrower bandwidths. The changes proposed include a significant expansion of the data mode segments. For WIA National News, in Sydney, I'm Jason, VK2LAW. This is the home service of the Wireless Institute of Australia through VK1WIA. Now, operational news with Felix, VK4FUQ. Hello there. And in this edition of Operational News, I'll be joined by Martin, VK7GN, and another look at next weekend's Oceania Contest. Next year's Ross Hull Marathon and manager Trent, VK4TS. And going back a month, a look at the winners and grinners in the RD with Alan, VK4SN. Seems everybody totally enjoyed this year's Remembrance Day Contest. Overseas stations even commenting on an RD stream that Australian operators are so polite. Conditions were mostly favourable, which is reflected in the logs containing more contacts and points than seen in many years. On average, an extra 100 logs were submitted this year for a total of 310. VK7 are taking honours again with significant numbers sending in logs to support their own state. VK5 are runners-up this year. Congratulations goes to the following individuals. For single operator phone, Alan, VK2 Echo Fox Mike, set a new record with 1,215 points. Single op CW, Allen, VK2 Golf Romeo with 456 points. Single op mixed was Laurie, VK5 Lima Juliet with a new record of 1176. QRP phone was Heath, VK3 TWO who set a new record with 612 points. QRP CW went to Chris, VK3 Quebec Bravo with 278 QRP Mixed was Jared VK2 India Oscar, with 293 points. The highest scoring rookie was won by Scott, VK2 Sierra Delta X-Ray, scoring 210 points in the single operator phone section. As of this year, the top foundation operator will not be included in future because callsign allocations no longer represent the licence grade. Multi-multi section goes to the Northern Corridor Radio Group, VK6 November Charlie, with 1334 points. Multi-single section was taken out by VK4 Kilo Whiskey, with 1150 points. Top team were the Cronies Plus One, from VK7 of course, Richard, VK7 Zulu Bravo X-Ray, Murray, VK7 Zulu Mike Sierra, and Hayden, VK7 Hotel Hotel, with a score of 2932. A full report can be downloaded from the WA contest page, as can be the state certificates for all participants. 
The report includes the manager's report, team results, overall results, statistics, operator comments and records since 2012. Included is a list of call signs who had score adjustments and the reasons why. Surprisingly, over 200 contacts were not logged for whatever reason, resulting in not in log errors and a loss of points. The report is in call sign order for ease of use. Thank you very much to all participants, especially those who submitted logs and photos, and to Peter VK1 Papa Echo for organising this year's speech. Best 73, see you next year. This is Alan, VK4, Sierra November. Hi, this is Martin, VK7GN, on behalf of the Oceania DX Contest Committee. We are approaching the month of October and the 76th running of the contest. Full rules are at www. Oceania DX Contest, all one word, dot com. That's www.oceaniadxcontest.com. The contest dates in 2021 are phone 0600 UTC Saturday the 2nd of October to 0600 Sunday the 3rd of October. CW the following weekend 0600 Saturday the 8th of October to 0600 Sunday, the 10th of October. Multipliers are prefixes counted on each band. There are many trophies and certificates available. Please put in an entry, even if you only make a few contacts. First, that enables better log checking, but also remember, I remember winning a certificate for just five QSOs. There are new YL plaques and new awards for country and band entries. Check out the lists on the website and please support our sponsors. We especially thank our principal sponsors, the WIA and NZART. Please have fun and enjoy the event. Maybe we'll have some sunspots to help us this year. Thanks, Martin, and of course, Alan. Now after the Oceania, it's the Spring Veggie Future Field Days, November 27, 28. December 4 and 5, 160 metres worldwide. December 11 12, 10 metres worldwide. 2022. January, the entire month, every year is the WIA Ross Hull VHF UHF Marathon Contest. 0000 hours UTC, 1st of January to 2359 hours UTC, 31st January. With more, here's Trent. Over the 70 plus years of the Ross Hull Memorial Contest, there have been many winners. The secret to Ross Hull's success does not appear to be location, but rather dedication. Running over the month of January, the chances of DX openings are strong, and as you only need to score well on the best seven days, part of the strategy is to be around the radio at the right times. Who has been the most successful? Well, VK2 AFA, Ted Thrift with seven wins, followed by VK3 XRS with six, and VK5 XU with five wins. But VK6 doesn't miss out often with VK6 ADI, VK6 BO and VK6 KZ all notching up contest wins in the Ross Hull. And VK4 with Glenn, VK4 BG and Adrian, VK2 FZ lead the way with three wins each for a statewide total of 14 wins. We're still waiting for a VK7 winner but that may be a long way off. Nudge nudge. This has been Trent VK4 TS for the Ross Hull Memorial Contest. Thanks Trent. Now, earlier marking of your contest calendars for the good year 2022. WIA VHF UHF Field Days, Summer 2022, 0100 hours UTC, Saturday 15 January, through 0059 hours Sunday 16 January, Deverson VK6. 
John Moore Memorial Field Day, March 2022. No exact date has been published as yet. Harrow Angel Memorial 80 metre sprint, Saturday 7th of May 2022. 10 hours UTC to 11.46 UTC. VK Shires Contest 11 June 2022. WIA VHF UHF Field Days, Winter 2022. 0200 hours UTC, Saturday 25 June through 0159 hours, Sunday 26 June. WA Trans-Tasman Low Band Contest, 16 July 2022. The Trans-Tasman Contest held on the third weekend in July aims to encourage low band activity between VK and ZL. WARD or Remembrance Day Contest, weekend closest to the 15th of August each year. 2022, it's Saturday August 13 and 14. DX Window, Mexico. Special event station 6I1M is queued up until the 27th of September to celebrate 200 years of Mexican independence. This on 8 to 10 metres using CW, SSB, FT8 and FT4. QSL direct to XE1SPM. Oh, and I'd particularly like to thank, for the info on this event, Paddy, XE1SPM via Alara. Baker Baker does Britain. No, not editor BB, but the Riviera Amateur Radio Club, which has been running GB8BB this September, in commemoration of those who served in the Battle of Britain. This is the 81st anniversary of the Battle of Britain. Also, GB8RSC will be operating from Scotland's secret bunker in Fife this coming Thursday, the 30th of September. This is to commemorate the 30th anniversary of the National Standdown of the Royal Observer Corps and also to mark the 80th anniversary of the award of royal title to the Observer Corps in recognition of their services in the Battle of Britain. Now finally home, VK20 home. Don't forget that the WIA special event call sign VK20 home is still available for members use until December 31st, 2021. Check the WIA website and special event pages to book your time slot for use. For VK1 WIA National News, I'm Felix, VK4FUQ, Inningham. This is the home service of the Wireless Institute of Australia through VK1 WIA. Now, special interest group news with Bruce, VK3FFF. And in the worldwide special interest group news this week, it's sad news in the world of computing. Home computing pioneer Sir Clive Sinclair dies aged 81. Sir Clive Sinclair died at home in the UK last Thursday after battling a long illness. Sir Clive invented the pocket calculator but was best known for popularising the home computer, bringing it to British high street stores at relatively affordable prices. He left school at 17 and worked for four years as a technical journalist to raise funds to found Sinclair Radionics. He then became the man behind the Sinclair Spectrum and the first computer, the Sinclair ZX81, to retail for under $100. Sir Clive Sinclair, rest in peace. Worldwide Special Interest Group's Final Frontier. Four radio hams will head to space station. They are Raja Chari, KI5LIU, Tom Marshburn, KE5HOC, Kayla Barron, KI5LAL, 
and Matthias Mora KI5KFH. As the most experienced space traveller, Matthias Mora, who is a European Space Agency astronaut, could end up with a very heavy work schedule. The targeted launch date is no sooner than October 31st from Kennedy Space Centre here on Earth. The launch will mark the third SpaceX Crew Dragon spacecraft and Falcon 9 rocket launch combination as a part of NASA's commercial crew program, which provides reliable and affordable transportation to and from the ISS. The crew is scheduled for a long-duration stay aboard the orbiting laboratory, living and working as part of what's expected to be a seven-member crew. Worldwide Special Interest Groups, IOTA, AF-007, D-60AC and D-60AD from the Comoros Archipelago until the 2nd of October. They will operate SSB, CW, RITI and FT-8 on the 80, 40, 20, 17, 15, 12 and 10 metre bands. The preferred method of QSL is via Clublog's OQRS. AS200. Look for JI3DST-5, JR8YLY-5 and JR8YLY-P using FT-8 from Shodo Island, AS200, between the 25th and 28th of September. All QSOs will be uploaded to Clublog and made available for Clublog matching on the IOTA website. IOTA contest results. Results of the RSGB Islands on the Air contest held at the end of July have now been published. More than 2,400 logs were submitted, including almost 800 entries from island stations. The island entries covered 151 different IOTA references, just over half of which were in Europe. There were 94 island de-expedition stations in the contest, 10 from out here in Oceania. Worldwide Special Interest Groups Radio Scouting, Jota Joti. Jota Joti takes place from the 15th to the 17th of October. Hundreds of scout stations take part, including many from here in VK. More information, including a full list of participating stations, can be found at www.jotajoti.info. Special Interest Groups Roar. Snow hits Townsville Rotary. Townsville Amateur Radio Club President VK4ME Snow Herodes and Secretary Gavin Rebelt VK4ZZ along with Ron VK4JBY visited the local Rotary Club of Thuringawa and gave a talk on amateur radio. A pleasant surprise awaited Ron, VK4JBY, at the end of this vocational talk, August 25th, when he was awarded a Paul Harris Fellowship by Thuringawa's president, Laurie Nolan. Ron, VK4JBY, had put 10 years' hard work into the club when a Rotarian, so hurry back to the fold, Ron. I'm Bruce, VK3 Triple F in sunny Bendigo. This is VK1 WIA. All points of contacts from today's news stories are to be found in print when you read the web editions, www.wia.org.au. Well, on the homeward run of this week's WIA National News, 
Clubbing and Bundaberg Amateur Radio Club celebrates 60 years. Yes, it was a double celebration for the Bundy Amateur Radio Club last Saturday with members commemorating 60 years in the community as well as news of a new clubhouse. Now, it's amazing where we picked this news item up from, from Eham in the USA. The club hosted an open day for residents to attend to find out more about their radio endeavours. Event goers Ryan Flynn and his children said they were excited to see what radios were all about. We've been learning about radios and the Morse code. Kids normally don't get to learn about radios and stuff unless they're out on a farm, they said. You know, we don't get to hear much of the good work many, and in particular Queensland clubs do, so it was good to pick this up from the USA. But then, wait, those who take the acoustic Q News Bulletin today will hear from a regular contributor of the Ipswich and District Radio Club, so keep your ears tuned. Speaking of clubs and input to this news... I'd like to both thank all who record info for us. And unlike some club newscast, we don't conjure up the magic ingredients, but rather await the news direct from the people involved. An email in a few weeks back said, but it sounds like I'm skiting, I'm bragging. No, it's not. It's sharing your experience with the wider ham community. And next week, all being well, it's WIA News's pleasure to bring you a story on a special net that's clocking up a three-year anniversary – ably conducted by that same net controller. So, as we say in the classics, stay tuned. And stay tuned for what's happening on the social scene. For the rest of September, October, VK4, it's the Cardwell Gathering, October 1 to 4. Also VK4, it's Sunfest, the field day, Monday, October 4. And finally, Perth Tech, October 23. Yep, you guessed it, VK6. So, until next week, I'm Graham, VK4 Double B. Double jab. From Australia, this has been the Wireless Institute of Australia with the weekly news service. This broadcast is in text, audio and video and is accessed on wia.org.au.